welcome to the Free Range Preacher on Prayer Podcast. Richard, the podcast announcer here, gladly introducing our October surprise. Our celebration month is upon us. Every day this October, Fred pulls from his bag of quotes a random thought. We'll make a comment or two, perhaps, and then commend all the day's thoughts given to the Holy Ghost with a prayer asking Him to encourage our affections as He wills. Thank you for listening and making the Free Range Preacher on Prayer podcast a viable ministry. And now, here's your host, Fred. Thank you, Jesus, for today. Thank you for the chance to do the podcast. Welcome to the Free Range Preacher on Prayer Podcast. I am still Fred, and I am still the host of the podcast. Thank you, Jesus, for your loving kindness. Thank you for teaching me thy word, Lord, and moving me, Holy Ghost, to give me my talent, Lord Jesus, to give me the one talent that I have. And I thank you that you have also moved me to exercise that talent. I do pray, as I pray for all my brothers and sisters, that you will find us doing what you have called us to do on the day that you come back. Thank you, Jesus. This day is your day. This time is your time. Greetings again. This is Fred. I just really felt compelled to just thank the Lord for the podcast and to be able to uh, facilitate facilitate a little bit what we are doing here. We do get to talk about prayer, and this is a different venue. We mentioned this early, early on in the podcast. It's not like listening to a sermon. It's not like reading a book. It is more interactive, at least in the way that we have approached it most of the time so far. I would like to make it more interactive as we move ahead which means more communication, which means there is news coming up, as Richard has told you already, uh, either in the introduction, I think in the conclusion of the podcast. And we will be giving out more information starting in a couple of days about that. But we get to talk about prayer. We've been doing it together for for three years, talking about prayer. And today, in the midst of our October surprise, I am cheating a little bit again because of yesterday's episode. I mentioned a couple of things in passing about prayer and our present age, at least in my culture anyway, that I wanted to talk just a little bit more about, which means this is more planned than they have. most of them have been here in our October surprise. I'm not going to go to the grab bag. I already have my quote. And I have thought about it some in this process. Yesterday, I mentioned that in this age, it's different than most of the quotes that we have coming from a past age. It's different in a couple of ways that I wanted to clarify a little bit. So I mentioned how the science that envelops the world that my culture lives in, and that science in particular tries to find, for the most part, a mechanical reason from one thing to another. Not only cause and effect, but 
a mechanical reason. So if you, just for instance, if you freeze water, you get to a point 32 degrees, again, the way we measure it here, 32 degrees, and then it freezes. And so we look at things more in a more prescribed way, in a more cause and effect way than earlier generations did. You can think of, we, we, we're we steeped in the laws of physics that we call them, or the theories of physics. Many times it's the theories that we are steeped in and not really laws, although some would like them to be laws. So for instance, we know a lot more about lightning than our forefathers knew. It's really interesting, look it up. We don't know everything that we think we know about lightning or everything that you might assume is true about lightning is not scientifically proven, but we know more. And so we, we tend to look at things in that cause and effect manner. The other thing I mentioned is that, and I had in mind the life of the Puritans, life was more tenuous than and it was actually exponentially more tenuous than the many of the men that we are quoting from. And the men and women in their day faced death, like I said, exponentially to a higher degree than we do. It was all around them from, from the farm animals, their pets, even their families. Children died on a regular basis. Women died in childbirth on a regular basis. And so it was a more tenuous time, which means that they had a tendency to cling to the Lord more than we do. We sort of cling to science. We go to the doctors. We go to things first before we go to the Lord in many cases. But they didn't. They didn't have the science. They didn't have the medicine that we have now. So they went to the Lord as we should. They went to the Lord way, new, way more often. And as I talked about that yesterday, it reminded me of the preacher Samuel Rutherford. He was a Scottish Scottish preacher. We have talked about him, I think, a couple of times in the podcast. And you may know something about him. And he's noted mostly from history through his letters to his parishioners. And we may have time on another day on another quote that we may, may be able to pick out because I have plenty of them in my bag of quotes. So we may be talking about him in the future, but he was exiled from his pastorate and spent a couple of years teaching as much as he could in little places in Scotland, but not having his home church. Uh, it was taken away from him in the fight, in the Scottish fight between the Protestants and the Catholics. In one of his letters, he is talking about how God uses trials, and he's expressing to the Lord of Carlton, I think is how you pronounce that, he's expressing the things he has learned in this hardship of being exiled from his church. And he says this, I never knew how weak I was till now, when he hideth himself, and when I have him to seek seven times a day. I am a dry and withered branch and a piece of a dead carcass, dry bones, and not able to step over straw. So he was felt so he felt extremely weak and that God was hiding himself 
And I do believe God does that sometimes in our lives. He pulls himself away so that we seek him more. And right here we see Rutherford at least thought that. And then he says, the thoughts of my old sins are as summons of death, are as summons of death to me. And of late, my brother's case, that's the person he's writing to, I believe, hath stricken me to the heart. So he's heard of the affliction of the Lord of Carlton. And on top of everything else, he is drawn in. His heart is, is hurt by, stricken, he says, by what the Lord of Carlton is going through. But here he talks about being weak and having to seek the Lord seven times a day. And at the danger of exposing my own relationship, maybe prejudices were called to this regard, you've heard me say over and over again in the last three years that the sweetest place is to be at the foot of the cross, broken before Jesus, pouring our, out our hearts before him. It's the place that we find comfort and mercy, and obviously Samuel Rutherford found that as well, and it moved him to seek the Lord seven times a day as he was praying here. And that's probably a turn of phrase. He probably was continually praying during those days. Spurgeon put it this way, at least a form of it this way, when he said something, and this is, an, is not an exact quote, but he said, anything which draws you to prayer is a blessing. It's a good thing. So Rutherford what I've experienced with the Lord in my life, and, and Spurgeon would even agree that anything that pulls you into a deeper prayer life is a good thing. And Rutherford's experience, his hard life, he wrote this letter in the year of 1637. So in the 1600s, his hard life, his broken heart, which came about from his exile, his compassion for the people around him, and the comfort that he got from Holy God made Rutherford a unique, sweet teacher, tender-hearted in his soul, who prayed for himself, prayed for himself, he was comforted, and then he comforted people, his parishioners, for the rest of his life, first through letters, and then he got to go back to preach in his hometown, Aberdeen, I believe is where that was. And I think I am doing him a justice in an echoing form when I tell you that Rutherford would say, let the holy God of the universe use every sorrow, every broken-hearted moment of your soul to conform you to his loving, compassionate attributes. And then take those things and be part of God's healing and the soothing of souls around you to their edification and to the glory of God. Thank you, Heavenly Father, that you move in abundance on us, that you, can, you are concerned mostly for our souls and not for our physical comfort, that you move us to places and make us sorrowful and bring us to, place where, to places where we seek your comfort, Lord Jesus, and then we are able to use the comfort you have given us to comfort others. Help us to pray and to seek you seven times a day 
a hundred times a day, Lord Jesus, 24 hours a day, every moment that we are conscious, help us to seek you and your comfort, that you bring us through any trials and any victories so that we can strengthen and encourage our brothers wherever they are, however we can con we can contact them in our lives. I do thank you. Thank you once again for the podcast, for teaching us how to pray, Lord Jesus. Somehow I would pray that you would take what you have taught me in my limitations and in my culture, everywhere this podcast is heard, Lord Jesus, all around the world, so that your people would be dedicated to prayer and they would find the peace and comfort that comes from knowing you, establishing and fostering our relationship with you. We commit this time to you with our hearts broken and yet our hearts healed in you, seeking your face and your glory. Again, we commit this to the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for listening. Our prayer is that the words quoted are instrumental in the growth of prayer in God's people. We wanted to give you a heads up on opportunities to increase the community of prayer servants that has been built over the last three years. Enhancements are coming to our community. Be looking for the Free Range Preacher News. For Fred and myself, have a blessed day.